0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. I want to welcome you to another episode of We Create Music. I am your host, B. Vaughn, and today we have a very extraordinary guest: multi-talented producer, songwriter, music creator, entrepreneur, clothing ambassador. I mean, you name it. This guy does it all. This is the legendary superstar Six.
1: Okay, I'm gonna give myself. Bro. That's right, yeah. Clap it up, brother. Right.
0: Welcome Indeed, to the show, man. man. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having it, me, man. Of course, of course. It's been good this morning. It's been good this morning? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, brother. Indeed. You know, it's so crazy because we just found out recently that we're actually related. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That is so trippy. You know, he hit me up on Facebook. We kind of had a conversation about it. We went back and looked at genealogy. Right. And right. boom, there it was. It's like, wow. So not only is he super talented, right? But we're also related so that's super cool i love that that's dope
1: right on that's
0: right and he doesn't live too far from here so that's even more amazing yep so we got a lot of work to do a lot of work to do so we're about to get into it indeed so superstar six if you wouldn't mind just tell us about how you got started in this whole music music industry
1: well um the music runs in our family very deep you know Mm -hmm. and um as a kid, you know, I watched my aunts and uncles and my mom, you know what I'm saying, singing and playing instruments and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. And it was just, it was always around me, it was there. Uh, I I discovered my talent for it when I was about seven. About seven years old, I realized that I actually had to give uh, one of my cousins used to try to boost me up to rap and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was always <laughs> beating on stuff. And, and he was like, "Man, I think you can, I think you can do it." So that's how it started. I started out as a rapper, and then, okay. you know, getting into uh, making beats and stuff like that. It just—it's like once I dove into it, and that's when everything started coming out of me, like all the different gifts that I didn't know I had. Just started, mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Yeah. So. Good. Good. You know, so you got started
0: when you were seven mm-hmm. right that's an early age for kind of most of us i kind of got started kind of around the same age for my love of music as well right and so since so at seven mm-hmm. you started getting into figuring out that you could utilize these gifts and you have these kind of gifts so right just talk about how you went from identifying those gifts into actually started utilizing them to become a producer right uh, what right. were some of the things that you did um, kind of walk us through some of the um, people that you kind of work with and things like right. that so yeah
1: Well, my career has been, I'm only 33, but the stuff that I've done in this lifetime is like, wow, I I really have done a lot. And just, it's amazing. Um, I remember it all. Mm. (laughs) You know, so from from a kid to the transition into, uh, you know, music producer, I started producing beats in the seventh grade. Wow. And I always had that, that entrepreneur spirit, like, I would get my classmates, mm-hmm. you know, if they wanted to rap or something like that, I would, hey, you know, come to the house. You know, my mom used to get mad at me about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? she come home, I got a bunch of people in the mm-hmm. house. You know, why you got all these people in my house? You know, y'all, y'all get out of here, you know. That's right. But um, that's really where it started, you know, the school, um, producing other people. And by the time um, I was lucky too, because my mom, she ended up working at a radio station, the wow. local radio station in, in my hometown. And um, she went from being, you know, secretary to manager and the program director and all that stuff. So mm. I got an opportunity to get in the industry early and start dealing with the labels, mm-hmm. you know, finding out how you send demos mm-hmm. and all this stuff like that. You know, I would sneak in her office and go through the roller decks. and am <laughs> call this person <laughs> and say, I'm from... You know, radio station, blah blah blah, and all this extra stuff. So, yeah. it was it was a cool thing, man. Um, You know, and by the time I graduated high school, I had a major deal offer. Wow. You know, so it was like that grind. I just remember, you know, it was con- it was a consistent thing. Mm. You know, from early on until I'm a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, and. As soon as I graduated, I was gone.
0: You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from when I when I when I was doing my research, even before, mm-hmm. you know, he even came onto the show. We even found out we were related. You know, always doing doing research on people. So even last yeah. night, I was going back and doing some reading. Uh, so talk about kind of talking about your first your first deal. So kind of talk about that. What was that experience like? From you just now getting out of high school and you already got a, a major yeah. a major deal already. So kind of talk about that experience and how how that felt and maybe some of the challenges you right. had with that process
1: um i learned early on uh <laughs> i learned early on you know to not really take everything that people say mm. you know uh, mm-hmm. as you know word is born you know what i'm saying that type mm-hmm. of thing i learned that early cuz i am not going to mention the first label that reached out to me uh but they tried to get me to do some other stuff, you know. They want—they really wanted to take my music and use it, ah. that. but that's another story. Mm. But anyway, um, I always knew—it's like I knew that it was gonna happen. I didn't know when, but I knew it was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, uh, but it was still a surreal type of situation, you know, when something. Like that happened it's like, is this really real? You know, mm-hmm. it literally went from me calling places and sending out demos and and crying and everything <laughs> else that came with the process. You know, it just till somebody calling me and saying, "Hey, your demo is one of the best I've heard." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I've heard that before," right? You know, and they was consistent with it, like. They called me back. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I'm going to. I get into this. I was originally supposed to be signed with Roy Jones Jr. Okay, the Bodyhead Music. Yeah, that's the label that he had. Yeah, yeah. Originally, but what happened was, um, Brandon, which is the guy who actually discovered me. I'm gonna give him credit on that. But Brandon uh, Pop was Butch Lewis. Okay. And Butch Lewis was starting a label. He had just did a joint venture with L.A. Reid and Jay-Z at the time. Mm-hmm. And they started Voices Music Group. And um, he was like, I think we should entertain that idea, you know, of, of taking you over there. You could probably be the first artist to come out on the label. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool. Run it. Let's see what happened. Mm-hmm. you know. And uh, he flew me to New York. I met Butch Lewis. and. The rest was really history after that. That it changed my life, man. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I bet there's
1: a life changer oh, right there. Oh, yeah. Then. Yeah. Definitely. Especially coming from such a small town, not mm-hmm. really getting the opportunity to even meet celebrities. The only time you would see a celebrity is on TV. Mm. You know? So just flying to New York, I was, what, 17 at the time? Flying to New York, meeting Butch Lewis. And everybody coming through his office, I'm sitting there like, wait a minute, dude, this is Bob Johnson from VT right here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, listening to my music, and everybody listening to my music, like, yo, you're you pretty talented, man. Is, is this you, all this you? Yeah. Again. Yeah. yeah, because
0: you play instruments as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so it's rare that you find someone who can do multiple things, right? Mm-hmm. You have most people who can, who can rap. Right, or can sing, but not who can rap, sing and play instruments, yeah, also, and mix and master and do all the many different things that you do as well, so people kind of gravitate toward those things right immediately because they recognize the talent mm-hmm. and and it's a very rare talent oh, yeah. that people have, right, and so kudos to to those guys for noticing that in the very beginning and kind mm-hmm. of taking you on that journey right on that journey with them, right, yeah, right. yeah. So, high school. I want to go back to, to high school. Played basketball in high school. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I read. It was. Now, you got to correct me if I'm wrong. But in what I was reading, it said you were the 16th yeah. in the nation. 16th in the nation. Wow.
1: Yep. Yeah, basketball, you know, it used to be ball is life. You know what I'm saying? When people see me now, they'd be like, man, you you play ball or something? I'm like, man, my knees ain't <laughs> as good as they used to be, bro. I ain't got it like that, no more. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's up. I miss it, though. Mm.
0: You know? So how did you go from doing that to kind of finding your career in music?
1: That was a hard thing to deal with in high school because I was good and I was so tall. Everybody just knew it. It was like, yo, he going to go to the league. Mm. You know? So I was like, you know, it was a lot of pressure on me with that. You know, um, I loved basketball. But music was my thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was like... That was like... Uh, 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 the, the 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 sugar in the mm-hmm. coffee. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was my passion. I was passionate about the music. So... And at the time, I'm going to tell you, it was a struggle dealing with that because... Especially with my mom. Because she didn't really make it into music, so she... She was like, "Ah, mm-hmm. no, basketball is what it is, and you need to focus on that." <laughs> you know, right. even though she, you know, she was there in the background, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. But I think everybody really wanted me to play ball because it was like that's a sure shot; it's a no brainer. It's
0: like a no brainer. You, yeah. you you're
1: tall, you're good at it. It's a no brainer. Yep. But what ended up happening was I got injured. Mm-hmm. I, um, we was playing in the summer league, too. So, I got injured. This knee right here. And um, I was forced to make a decision that, you know, was a life-changing one. And I'm glad I did it. But at the same time, sometimes i still be like, ah, what if I would have? You know, that's the whole thing.
0: But, but, but no, that's reality. Like, what yeah.
1: if you – I mean, your whole life could have took a different, different mm-hmm. path. Yeah. But – no regrets um, on that, because I knew what I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was like that voice in my head and, and, and in my spirit telling me, hey man, this is who you are. This is really mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be doing. Now there's gonna be some some sacrifices and some, some struggles with that. You can take the easy route and go play ball. Everybody know you're good, you know what I'm saying? But this right here, it's 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 tough, mm. you know. I think the story behind it uh, is what's gonna make it so much, even much more greater. Right. You know, um, I could have went went to the pros and played ball. I could have did that. But I said, nah, I'm gonna stick with my passion. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like the universe said, I'm gonna make sure you do it. <laughs> you know straight the knee up so I'm
0: like dang yeah it's funny how things work out yeah you know even if it's if it's for sometimes to a, a detriment of something mm-hmm. that it ends up working itself for for good yeah. in the way that it's supposed to right, right? so for you basketball was your was your love, but it wasn't your passion, right? Right, and I think that's kind of what, what people need to understand too is that you can have a love for something, right? And that's just like, oh, well, cool. I love doing it, yeah. But that's not my passion. It's not what drives me. It's not. It's not what I'm thinking about every moment I wake up. I always think about um, <clears throat> Whoopi Goldberg and uh, Lauren Hill and Sister Act, right? And Lauren Hill was like, well, I don't know, you know, if I'm going to be singing or not. And Whoopi was like, look, wait a minute. When you go to bed, do you wake up? Thinking about singing when you're doing whatever you're doing, do you think then you're supposed to be a singer then? Yeah. Right. And so, you know, that's kind of what what drives in this case, drives, drives me, too. Right. Yeah. I mean, because that's what my passion is. I love to do a whole bunch of other stuff. Right. But my passion, hands down, is music. Yeah. Hands down is music. Yeah. Yeah. So you spoke about sacrifices mm-hmm. and, and challenges. So for you, what were some of those that you experienced in this in this music industry? Shoot, man. And what did you and what did you learn from those to
1: help continue your career on the path that it is now? I've had to do a lot of stuff that I didn't want to do. You mm-hmm. know, um like giving other people my songs. You know what I'm saying? And uh seeing them perform my stuff on tours and on TV and I'm sitting at the house like I wrote that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I made the beat. I, that's my song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was a lot that I had to endure coming in the industry, man, um, that I didn't like. You know? made mm-hmm. me very uncomfortable at mm-hmm. first. But then I'm going to tell you what changed my mind. I saw that uh, Bush Lewis, this is what he did. He was in the studio and uh, this this producer came in and he was working with the same group that I was working with. And uh, he made his track, and the track was okay. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. You know? But afterwards, Butch wrote him a check for like three grand. So I was like, hold on, <laughs> wait a minute. So you can get paid for this? And he got paid first. So it changed It mm. changed everything. I'm like, wait a minute. So the producer get paid first, and they get paid more because they're going to keep getting paid on mm-hmm. the back end. So I'm like, all right, I might need to... Mm -hmm. Exercise that a little bit, you know. So yes, yeah. That's how I got into, you know, uh, making making sure that I was was always putting that out there too. Like, hey, I'm a producer too, because it's a million artists running around. Mm -hmm. Everybody I met, they'd be like, "What you do, man? Oh, I produce." You know, but Mm -hmm. I throw a hook on the record too, right? (laughs)
0: You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. You know, it's, it's it's amazing that. Uh, back in the in the day, and I've interviewed several people who have produced for big name people, mm-hmm. and back then, I mean, they got paid. I mean, they got yeah. paid, paid. Yeah, yeah, not you know a hundred dollars for three beats. I mean, they got
1: yeah
0: checks written out on the fr- front, and mm-hmm. they got paid their royalties and puppets on the on the back, right? So they yeah. got they got money, but it's so weird that today you got people who
1: really don't want to pay. No, they well. The internet did that, man. Mm. You know, it's like, um, it's like, uh you think about inflation, you know mm. what I'm saying? Where you got like so much of something, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's like the value of it goes down, you know? So, I remember when I first came to Atlanta, you know, uh, I was charging like 5000 which is ain't a whole lot. And this was like 2009, mm-hmm. first time I came out here. I was charging like five grand. And uh, i never forget it. One of the artists I was in the studio, he was like, man, how much you charge? I say five. He's like, what, 500? I say, no, nah, five grand. He's like, five grand? Mm-hmm.
0: No, nah, man.
1: You know, my, my partner did charge, you know, XYZ and all mm-hmm. this stuff. I'm like, <clears throat> for real? You know, and then mm-hmm. the value just kept going down and down and further on down, you know. So now mm-hmm. you got people giving tracks away, mm-hmm. either free or twenty five dollars and stuff like that. How in the world can we make a living off that? You know, but that's what
0: yes, I mean. that's the oh man, that's the thing that that kills me because mm-hmm. a friend of mine, made a friend, he's a producer too. Yeah, he's in St. Louis, and we have many conversations about this very thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we got into really talking about macro and microeconomics right. and how as a music community we need to really understand macro and microeconomics and the mm-hmm. impact that it has because I don't think people thought about it mm-hmm. when they went down that that road right. of selling their beats the way that they they did. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't imagine Timbaland ever selling the beat for 3 yeah. for for 500 or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. I mean, they were charging 50 150 100 grand, yeah. grand per per track mm-hmm. right and that's the time and the effort not just for the track itself but the time the energy the effort yeah. you know being up for 2 3 days trying mm-hmm. to finish the track make mm-hmm. sure you have a quality quality prod, uh, product right but now today it's it's so crazy i see so mm-hmm. many different things all over the internet mm-hmm. and i think the ease of buying equipment
1: right
0: now you know, you kind of said everybody was a, is, a, is an artist. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a producer now. Everybody's a producer. Everybody's a producer. And it's like, yeah. wow. So, so even now being here in Atlanta, you're a producer, mm-hmm. I'm a producer, right? right? We both live in the same city. So what are some things that people have to do to, to really separate or differentiate themselves from mm-hmm. the
1: rest in order to be successful? I think it's, it's, uh, your creativity. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, it's like, um, I'll give you an example. Somebody somebody said this to me a couple years ago, and I was like, wow, I never thought about that. Uh, she was like, you go in the grocery store, and there's all kinds of bread on the bread aisle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All of it is bread, but you got this brand of bread, this brand of bread, but all of it is bread. She was like, those people aren't complaining about it being so much... Bread at the store, all mm-hmm. these different brands. It's like they know that they put an extra ingredient in their bread mm-hmm. that's gonna taste different from this bread over here. You know their marketing may be different. You know it's like now I I love the way the industry used to be as far as you can't get Timberland over here. You got to go to Timberland to get Timberland. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now all the producers sound the same. I'm talking to y'all. Stop sounding the same. Mm -hmm. If you want want to create value and worth in your in your product, sound different. Be yourself with your music. Mm. You know, the sounds that you hear in your head, don't don't make the record sound a certain way because you think, well, this is what this artist might like. Mm -hmm. No, you're a producer. You create the sound give them the sound and let them put their sauce on top of it and now you got something different mm. you know mm-hmm. so i mean yeah i mean you're right i mean
0: there's tons of cereal mm-hmm. you know people like different types of cereal right like i don't like shredded wheats right right but i'm sure there's somebody out there that likes shredded wheat i don't like grape nuts yeah but they, but they but they still make grape nuts yeah. right it's worse cereal in the world but people still make it and people still right, eat right. it so everybody has a a place mm-hmm. within this this music industry yeah <clears throat> but I would have kind of agree that everybody needs to stop sounding the same yeah but but I guess the question is do you think that people do that because that's what is making money and so if I sound like these types of artists mm-hmm. then I'm more uh, in a position to make money if I kind of sound like an artist that people aren't really familiar with
1: I'm going to give you a truth uh it's not really a lot of money being made off music right now. Mm. So if if you're doing that, saying, "Well, I can I can make money like this," no, no, because think about it. If everybody has that sound and the same sound of beat, if you let's say you wanted to charge five hundred for the record. Mm-hmm. If they don't want to pay that, they'll go find another beat that sounds just like that, because it's a million of them, and pay $10 for it. Mm. So how much money are you really making off of it? You know what I'm saying? There's the thing I think a lot of producers are forgetting is there's more than one way to monetize your catalog. mm There's more than one way. And you have to start thinking from a producer uh, point of view and aspect. Like you have to look at it like this, okay? What if a country artist came to you and said, hey, can you produce a country record for me? I don't want it to sound trap. I don't want no trap elements in it. I want a country record. Can you Mm -hmm. produce it? If you can't do that, then you just missed an opportunity. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, what you, what my advice to producers and songwriters or, you know, artists, try to be well-rounded with what you do. You know, that way, if, you know, uh, an artist in, in uh, Beijing or something, mm-hmm. you know, need a, a, whatever type of music, if they, if they need a record, that sounds a certain way. Be able to be, or be willing to say, well, let me learn this sound and see how I can mm-hmm. put my touch on. You know? Yeah. That's
0: yeah. You know, that's man. That's great. That's great advice. Like, mm-hmm. I got a friend who uh, he does in Nashville. He works mm-hmm. for a, a music publishing company. Right. He was managing a uh, a group, and I don't know if he still manages the group or not. So. I'm sure, we, Greg, when you see this, you can clarify if you still manage the Van Leers or not. But it's a group called uh, the Van Leers. They're like a um, like a country. I don't know how to describe them. They're like a country soft rock group. Mm-hmm. That's what I would call them. And Maybe they're really our country. Yeah. Um, but he let me hear one of their songs. Mm-hmm. Top, man, the song was amazing. Mm-hmm. But the song was produced by, I don't know if you know who Focus Three Dots is. He's out, in Cali- he's out in California. Mm. Um, he's produced for um, Marcia and Marsha Ambrosius, Dr. Oh. Dre, um, Jay-Z, Beyoncé, a whole bunch of people, right? But he produced a track. Right. It is a country song.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, when I heard the song, he didn't tell me who made it until I, until we got to the very end.
1: Right.
0: <clears throat> and then he looked at me and he said, um, what do you think about the song? I was like, oh man, the song is great. He said, Focus produced that. I was like, what? Wait a minute. This is a country? Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah. He produced it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it goes back to being well-rounded because right. this guy produces hip hop, R and B, mm-hmm. pop, country. Yeah, you know, if you're a producer, you got to be able to produce exactly music. Exactly. Oh yeah, that's I think that's amazing advice. Mm-hmm. So I'm greatly. I mean, I'm still asking you that question later because I know you got yeah. some other gems in you right. that you can can give people. Indeed. That's right. Good. Appreciate that.
1: For sure.
0: Yeah. So I think that's to be a producer. That's what you really, really. You got to produce, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just, oh, I'm just a trap. Like I said, me and my friend, we have a ton of conversations about this whole right. thing. It's like, I'm not just a, I don't do just hip hop. I, right, right, right. I do music, Yeah, right? Yeah. So let's talk about your music. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your catalog and the things that, that you have done. Uh, and right. So you can just give us a history. Just kind of run us through uh, through your music and just talk to us about the, um, okay, let me, before I even do that, David. You got to check out his music. Superstar 6. Check it out. I mean, I know he's going to tell you where you can find it and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. man, I ain't just saying it because we related. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it is super dope. Super dope. I appreciate so, that,
1: yeah, kind of just talk about, about your music. Man, uh, I'll say this. I've always uh, experimented with sound. Mm -hmm. you know uh, I like to take different genres of music Mm -hmm. and and mix them together Uh, I'm gonna say this on camera because I don't know if he gonna remember this (laughs) but I'm gonna say this on camera when I was like 17 years old uh, TJ TJ the DJ which is B.O.B.'s manager Mm -hmm. uh, he had got some of my music and he was like I like all of it, but I can't tell which one uh, which one is you on the record. Mm. And, and I was like, that's how I like it, you know. But he was telling me, he was like, man, you need a signature sound, you know, something that let people know that it's you because you do so much. Like, mm-hmm. I used to, well, I still do it now, but I would be on a record and I would sound like five different people. on Wow. You know. Like I might do some reggae here or mm-hmm. I might do some, you know, some rock stuff here. Like it literally sounded like different people on the record mm-hmm.
0: because
1: that's how my mind works. Like I like to mix stuff up, you know, mm-hmm. um, I was confused. I, conf- I think I confused everybody <laughs> to tell you the truth. At one point, uh, even Bush Lewis, mm-hmm. he was like, man. I don't know which record to go with on you, man, because every, you, I mean, everything sounds good. And then you got all of these different, that's how you talk. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Actually he's a little bit worse than that, but I ain't, oh, really? ain't going to do butch on camera for y'all, man. But yeah, you know, I like the experiment, man.
0: That's what's up. Yeah. I, I think being able to take different genres, different mm-hmm. sounds, and kind of blend them together, right. you know, uh, most people kind of don't really get into like design mm-hmm. of sounds, yeah. right? We kind of just hear a certain sound. Cool. That's the sound we use. You know, but we don't really go through the process of kind of tweaking. It was, especially when, and I don't know for everybody, but I know mm-hmm. most people that I know or that I've seen mm-hmm. or have heard in the, the urban music scene, yeah. they don't like to really mess with buttons. Right. Like right. they hear a sound. Cool. That's the sound. I'm going to play that sound. But when you got guys who do like EDM music, yeah, them boys right. is twisting yeah. knobs, right, right. plugging stuff in, and they experiment with some of the craziest craziest sounds. Right, right. But for, for us, we hear a, a bell, bling, bling, bling. That's the bell. You know, we're not going to really experiment too much outside of <laughs> outside of that, right? right? right, right. So it's, it's good and refreshing to hear that there's people out there who mm-hmm. are really experimenting with their music to make Right. Music, the best music possible for yeah, you know, for, for them and for for other people.
1: Yeah, I think um, it also, you know, uh, music is a universal language. Mm. So even if somebody can't understand what you're speaking to them, you know, your music can. They can mm-hmm. understand your music. You know, so it brings cultures together. You know, it brings people together. You know, so I would say, you know, go for it, experiment with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, we know that uh, the most successful artists they'll find a community that can identify with their music, mm-hmm. and they'll push to that, mm-hmm. and they win. I give you an example: Cardi B mm-hmm you know she's spanish mm-hmm. you know but she the, the different cultures mixed together with the hip-hop and she brought her latino stuff into the mm-hmm. hip-hop and it it flew it took off you know so mm-hmm. i would say now what if she would have just said well i'm just going you know be trap artist, you know rap artist," and didn't Say, hey, no, I'm not thinking you know how she
0: mix mm-hmm. <laughs> it in. Right. Yeah, I mean, she may not be the Cardi B that people know to actually today. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she could be Cardi B and kind of be known for certain things, but she wouldn't. I don't know. I mean, she may or may not have. But, um, yeah. you know, the, the, the decision that people make in their life kind of mm-hmm. equate to where they are in life. Right. And so if she made that decision, maybe she probably wouldn't be the Cardi B that we know that we know today, mm-hmm. That's right? So talk about you know your music and where people can find it, and uh, some of the people that you that you work with. I'm interested really in how you got to uh, do work with Sony right, and right, right. Uh, with some of those other uh, major record labels and things like that.
1: Um, you know, the first major artist that I ever produced a record for was Mr. Magic. Mm. Um, for those of you who don't know who Mr. Magic is, uh, Mr. Magic used to be with No Limit. Uh, I ain't going to say you know what I want to say on camera, <laughs> but we all know the record that they play in the club. You play the record in the club, everybody going to know.
0: Mm.
1: You, know you can cares. say it if you want to. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's up to you. Anyways. Um, but I met Magic at the BT Awards. Uh, this was 2005. And uh, his energy was just cool, man. And mm. um what happened? I ended up going to Pensacola. I went down to Roy Studio. Um I was actually working on a a record for one of his artists. And I was in there banging out some beats and Magic just so happened to walk past and he was like, Shaggy. You <laughs> he see, hey, that's me right now. <laughs> I see. If you want it, He's like, <laughs> yeah, man, burn apple right there, man, I need that shaggy, I said i I got you, mm-hmm. I got you, and then after that, man, he just kept on rocking with me, man, um, I ended up cutting like three, four records with magic, you know, and he started mentoring me in the game, you know what I'm saying, um, yeah, that was that was one of my partners, man, you know even mm-hmm. the past too man,, mm-hmm. and yeah. another yeah yeah wow. um, yeah, but magic. He opened the door once. He got a record from it, and everybody wanted to start getting records from me. Of course, because it takes one. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the whole, um, the Sony thing, that came about, um, I'm just dropping all kinds of names, man. I might as well. Um, it was a group called Big Heat and Alien. They was supposed to be like the black, uh, uh, what is it, They Laugh My Asshole? mm mm-hmm. that the LML. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was supposed to be like a black version of that band. And um, Alien. I think he's still out there doing his thing. Big Heat is too. Shout out to both of y'all. But uh, they needed a record. Mm -hmm. And I did. um, I had a song called Tipsy that I originally had Katy Perry in mind for the record. And um, they ended up getting the song. And hey, the rest was history from there Mm -hmm. with that. And even with Butch, Butch used to hit me up all the time. He uh he had a girl group called Unladylike. Okay. Now they they and they ended up coming out on Def Jam. But he called me, he was like, Yeah, uh I need uh, I need two records from you. <laughs> and look he asked me how much y'all were gonna charge. <laughs> he, was me. Like, he was like, I'm gonna pay you uh X Y Z. For the track and I'm gonna give you this for the verse. And I was like, still the same with Lewis. <laughs> just gonna tell me what you gonna pay me, but okay, I'll take <laughs> it, you know. But that was the last project he did before he ended up passing mm-hmm. to. Um which uh that guy changed my life, man, forever. Like I learned so much from that man, man. Mm-hmm. But I just kept going from there, you know, any opportunity. That I felt like um was a good one to take. Diamond. Uh I met Diamond at a at uh DJ Drama Studio. I was okay. engineering over there. And um she was just having a tough time in the session. So I was like, man, let me play some beats. I'm gonna try to change the vibe up in here a little bit. So I was playing some beats and she was like, yo, whose <laughs> tracks are those? Mm-hmm. Like, oh they mine. She was like, you make beats too, I was, yeah. It's like we gotta work, so I ended up getting connecting with her, and um, she wanted to do the same thing that she always do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, Nah, let's let's do something different. I want to challenge you on something, mm-hmm. so I made her uh, sing on this record. Come through, y'all go look that record up. Diamond, come through. But yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want her to be trap Bay on there. I want her. To, <laughs> I want her to do it. You know, do type. something different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Take 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 you out of your comfort zone. Kind of stretch you a little bit. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're an artist, you should be able to be an an artist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, and I think that's great advice for mm-hmm. even for people is to step outside your comfort zone at times. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to experiment yep. with with music. You know, yeah. I was I was really impressed. Um, With the Justice League. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Like,
0: I got to this was, oh man, a couple years ago. They had a session down here in Atlanta at um, at Tree Sound. Mm -hmm. And they did like a master class. I'm like, cool, I'm in Atlanta anyway. I was traveling down here for work. And I went to the master class. And they were playing some tracks. And of course, some of the tracks had people singing on it, people Mm -hmm. rapping. it had like some weird noises that were on the the track. Mm -hmm. And they were always asked the class, they were like, okay this part here, what do you think, how do you think we made this? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh man, they were like, Kenny is Kenny the one who's actually singing right. on the track. I was like, wait a minute, y'all singing y'all tracks too? Mm-hmm. They're like, dude, we do a lot of stuff on the track. When we can't find somebody to do it, we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. We'll make all the little <clears throat> noises ourselves mm-hmm. versus, I'm like, oh yo, that's so super dope. Yeah. So I think, you know, the whole point of that whole thing was stretch yourself.
1: Yeah. Right? right. Don't,
0: don't get into a, Box. Don't live outside that box, man.
1: Everything that I've ever done that ended up being something super dope was a mistake. Mm. It was something that I I just was working on and it went left field. And I'm like, oh man, I discovered something new. You know, Mm -hmm. like even with this project that I'm working on. I'm working on a number of projects, but this one in particular, I've been slow rolling it. I've been taking my time with it and just making songs over the years Mm -hmm. uh, because it's supposed to take you through time. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like dragging my feet with it. But I think I may end up releasing this project later in the year. It just depends on what happens with my career and what space I'm in. But it was, the whole entire project was a mistake. It came from me getting in the studio and experimenting with something and dying laughing at it, but at the same time, <laughs> right. listening like, this is incredible, mm-hmm. you know? I've been giving y'all bits and pieces of it. You just ain't noticed, mm. you know? Like for instance, the uh, classic Christmas record. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say Which is about tight. That. The classic Christmas record is tight though. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, that was tight. The sound that
0: um that I yeah, mm-hmm. you see. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Let's do it. I mean, you know I'm gonna support him anyway. You're not just, I mean, because he's family too, right? got to support family. Appreciate. But that. uh, Likewise, man. yeah, man, that's that's dope. Like, if you got to check out his music, just, mm. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. So I was on YouTube last night, at 12 a.m., just jamming to a whole bunch of, whole bunch of music, and so you know, make sure you check it out. I'll have him talk about where you can find all his music at the very end.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: you you gotta make sure you just as you're watching this just open up YouTube and just go check out something real quick right but uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be amazed it's, it's super good yeah appreciate
1: that Yeah,
0: you know it kind of reminds me when you talk about uh, experimenting and things being a mistake mm-hmm. I saw this clip of um, George Clinton
1: mm-hmm. I mean, you probably
0: saw the same clip but it was a clip of George Clinton talk about talking about how they made a atomic dog mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, he, they, it was so funny mm-hmm. is that uh he had got to the studio a little bit late and his group was already in there doing their thing they had came out and he went in Mm. and they were reversing the tape they were rewinding the tape to the beginning so he could record his verses
1: right
0: he didn't know that and they didn't tell him Mm. so he was sitting and all he heard was Right,
1: right he
0: started he started saying you know this is the story of a dog right and he didn't know that he wasn't supposed to
1: right right, right. be
0: starting to to do his his section right right and they, and they were like wait a minute and they didn't tell him they were like wait we're just gonna keep this because this is dope right right and so they had to go back and redo the whole song because he didn't know that it was it was, backwards. was backwards that is so good. but we wouldn't have a time and dog today without right that right. mistake right right and so I mean, imagine yeah. where we don't have Atomic Dog. I don't know. I know, man. The cues, <laughs> they would have to pick. Another they would the cues, got to pick a whole different song. Right, 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 right. That's a whole generation of cues that yeah, yeah. would miss out on Atomic Dog. But crazy, I, I love the fact that music can come through, come mm-hmm. through mistakes, and some of the best ones can come through just experimenting with just weird, yeah. crazy, crazy sounds. Yeah, 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 man. So I know I kind of asked you earlier about some of your challenges and sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you really scratched the surface on uh, on that, but um, is there anything else you want to add as far as some of your own
1: personal sacrifices or challenges Mm -hmm. that you experience? Oh, man. Time. Time is Mm. the sacrifice. You know, when I look at it, man, I'm 33 years old, and I've been doing this for a long time since I was a kid. You Mm -hmm. know, so... Just riding away successes, minor successes, failures, starting over, going completely broke, losing everything, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like and having to do that a number of times, you know, and be like, okay, I've done all of this stuff, but this is what life equates to right now. Mm-hmm. You know, dealing with that mentally, um, and, and still, and finding a way to keep on pushing through it, you know? Because, mm-hmm. man, I, I remember times when I had a record on the radio and couldn't buy a Dollar Burger. Now, let's talk about that. Mm. That's some honesty for you. Mm-hmm. I remember times being at the house washing dishes, and another a record that I did comes on the TV, and I ain't got no money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, my record is on TV. And I ain't got no money. No money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, Getting myself out of bad situations. You know, contracts and stuff like that. uh, And and learning how to be assertive Mm -hmm. in this game. Because the one thing I tell you, is if you have a talent and a gift, somebody else will make money off of you. Mm-hmm. They will make money off of you. You have to say, okay, hold on. I need to be making the money off of what I mm-hmm. do. My hard work, you know, uh, my my grind and everything that I've dealt with, I need to be making some money. Mm-hmm. this. So find the money. Monetize what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Like I said, it's going to take time, but you have to look at it from the perspective of this is my life's purpose. This is what I'm supposed to be doing for my entire life. So it's going to take a lifetime to get it done, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned monetization previously, mm-hmm. you know, and figuring out different ways for people to monetize their money. So what were some of the right. ways that you can currently today are kind of doing that or some ways that you can kind of share with the audience on how to kind of start monetizing versus just working with right. maybe an artist?
1: Um, I would say building a brand, even as a producer, is is important to have a brand. Mm hmm. You know something that you can sell like this. You know we create music. You know as people watch your show, right. when people watch your show and and they <laughs> they they admire what it is mm-hmm. that you do, you know, and they the the value of what you do is building up in them. When you come out with stuff like this, and and you put it somewhere where they can go and spend some money on it. They'll do that because mm-hmm. they value what it is that you do, you know? Sure. So creating that brand um, is important. Building up the value of that brand is important. And it don't matter what you sell. If you say, well, I want to sell uh, autographed posters or something of mine, you know, create it. Look at this wall art. This is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever the artist is figured out a way to reach you with it. You know, I'm say, well, I paint. I know somebody might like mm-hmm. something with music. Or that person might like music itself. Mm-hmm. So, he figured out a way to connect to you. Sure. You know, so that's one thing. Um, if you are a producer, I would say don't just focus on producing artists because there's plenty of films. There's plenty of YouTube videos. There's plenty of commercials being shot in every day where they all need music. Go to some of these advertisement agencies, connect with uh, people in the ad agencies, you know, because they need music. All of them do. I got into that stuff um, I'm gonna tell you how that happened. I uh, Cedar Lewis is a is a film producer, which is mm-hmm. Bush Lewis' daughter. Um, she was she was working on a TV show called uh, Sinfully Good, mm-hmm. and she reached out to me. She was like Doobie, that's my nickname too. She was like Doobie, mm-hmm. I I need a, a a jingle for my TV show that we're working on. You think you could put something together for me? I said yeah give me about an hour. It actually took me 15 minutes. Mm. I called her back. I said, Hey, I think I got the jingle for you. She said, can you send it over? I emailed it to her. She called me back. She said, Oh my God. Oh my God. Dude, this is it. This is it. I'm sending this to everybody. This is it. i was like, okay, cool. So another lady who's a film producer in Antigua, mm-hmm. uh, she, reached, she um, reached out to see and was like, hey, who did the music for your, your, your TV show? She's like, Six Line, he's a you know, major producer, I've known him since he was a kid, which she yeah. And And uh, she gave my info and that lady, you know, she called me, she was like, hey, I got this TV show that I'm working on mm-hmm. in Antigua, it's about XYZ, can you do the music? I'm like, yeah, um, I got you, give me, give me a few hours. Same thing with her. She called me back. Oh my god, this is it. Mm. I need you. Can you do all the music for the show? Wow. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I can do it. She would call me, and that's what that and that goes. It goes back to what I was saying about challenging yourself because some of those records I never made a record like that in my life. Mm. Calypso, never done that before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's like, I need like a. Now, can you do a calypso? Not a, like I needed to sound old like the old fashioned calypso mm-hmm. music. So what I did was I said, okay. Let me go and listen to some of that stuff. You know, listen to it, take it in. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let me put my twist on this. You know. I got stuff that I could play, man, you wouldn't even believe that is me. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know. Wow. I'm going to hear it too.
1: Yeah. 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 Definitely. That's
0: what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do other things versus just wanting to work with, with, artists all day. Because there's other right. avenues mm. that you can use to kind of monetize your your talent and your your skill set. Yeah, that's right. So so I do want to. I was gonna ask if you can drop some some knowledge and give some advice, but you've been giving advice pretty much the entire. Time. I mean, it's been nugget after nugget. I mean, what he just told you about monetization mm-hmm. is is a huge nugget that you can kind of take and apply to what you're doing today. Yeah. So, so do me a favor. Tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Um, Instagram, Superstar6, S-U-P-A-S-T-A-R-S-I-X. Um, I use SoundCloud a lot. Um, so it's soundcloud.com forward slash superstar6 and i'm getting ready to launch a new website which of course on all of those other platforms you will see that mm. you know i'll drop the website on there and everything superstar six is going to be in that one location
0: that's what's up see we didn't even get a chance to talk about your clothing line right, right? right. i mean there's so much i'm telling you that that he does so take him moment and
1: plug their your clothing line and um well uh the one that's already out is uh it's called third row um, it's a sports. It's, I'm turning into a sports line. Uh, I got another one that's coming. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna drop the name yet because I've been Uh-oh. waiting. It'll come out this month though. You'll start seeing the marketing for it. What's up? I got another line that's like a high end line mm. that I've been working on for about a year. So it's super talented. Yeah, super talented. I mean, that's just
0: because that's not you know it's in our veins. You know, it's the super talentedness I like that. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Well, man because this it's been a great. I I'm that's to end this show. Cause yeah, it's been great having you on the show, man. man. Just getting to you know you. This is actually the first time that we've met. We've talked, yeah. you know, on the phone and through Facebook and things like that. But it's the first time we've actually met face to face, man. I appreciate you. Indeed, man. Appreciate I appreciate you. you, man. Yeah, of course. And we, of course, you know, we, like, you're gonna hear some stuff coming later on oh,
1: yeah.
0: from from the relatives. You know, oh yeah. So yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Indeed. But ladies and gentlemen, man. Once again, thank you very much for tuning in to. Another episode of We Create Music. You can always find us at www.wecreatemusic.tv. Uh, we create music TV, right? Make sure I get that right. Uh, and you can check us out now every Thursday at 7 p.m. at wecreatemusic.tv. Greatly appreciate you. Have a great day. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out once again. Superstar Six.